streaming services i'm your host brie i'm Kevin. did you do we really need to say it's by its cover podcast i don't know i feel like people kind of can understand the gist well i thought it was a very good intro i was solid. it was it was it only one word extra <laughs> just in case you didn't notice you were listening to our podcast <laughs> called by its cover <laughs> Starring uh, a couple engaged in a holy matrimony <laughs> named Bree and Kevin. We've got this. Also named Kevin and Bree yeah. uh, on the podcast by its cover. <laughs> okay. Thanks, honey. <laughs> so, Kevin, what are we watching today? Uh, we are watching a, a little a little film called uh, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. A film by Jim Cummings. Who I have no idea who that is, but they sure seem to think I do. Yeah, I I was like, that does not ring a bell. But then again, I'm more of a, I know the actors and actresses as opposed to actually knowing directors and and writers. Yep, it came out uh, October 9th. Of this year. Yeah, this year, yeah, we're watching a 2020 one. Um, this is a pretty straightforward cover. I like um, it. Yeah, the tagline is "Welcome to Snow Hollow." Cool. And uh, all we've got is a uh, silhouette of a wolf howling in white. In white, the background is red, and then there is the sheriff that is walking through it as if uh, he's walking through some fresh snow. Yeah. So the the schnoot of the wolf is trailing off into like a snow. Yeah, he he's snow he's. It's like the wolf sneezed out the sheriff. It is like, like that. The, the law enforcement was a booger. I also like how you assumed he was a sheriff, which I did too, actually, because... I'm going to guess by the hat and the general outfit color. Either that or he is a cowboy UPS driver. He's not wearing a hat, babe. That's just hair. Meh, <laughs> agree he's, to disagree. He's got a gun in his left hand, and then he's got what looks to be like a deputy-colored top on. So, a deputy colored top. Yeah, it's like that it's um, khaki brown. Yeah, it's a sheriff's top, I guess. I don't know. Man, like, now you got me doubting. And then he's got dark brown pants on. So I did assume that he was. Nope, now you got me changing my mind. I'm going to go. Uh, he is a UPS driver, UPS driver uh, <laughs> on a mission of revenge. I disagree. He's got a package to deliver, and it's justice. <laughs> because UPS people have. The same top and bottom colors. This okay. guy has two different colors. Sorry. Uh, if you heard a beep right now, I just need you all to know Bree's sister urgently felt like a picture of puppies was the most important thing that we all had to hear. You're the one that opened it. Uh, I had it open so I could send you uh, the thing that is now tearing apart our marriage, which is whether or not this is a UPS driver or a sheriff. Well, I mean, that's going to be part of the fun in watching the movie, right? To see that mm. I'm right and you're wrong. Uh, is that fun <laughs> for us? <laughs> it's fun for me. <laughs> okay. I mean, agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, so, Kevin 
Brie. Based on this very minimalistic cover, what are your predictions for the movie? I'm going to assume it's a small town sheriff that is in over his head when people start dying mysteriously. And there are people that are going to think it's an animal attack, but it really might end up being a werewolf. A werewolf? A werewolf. A werewolf? A werewolf. A werewolf. A werewolf. <laughs> I think they've said that enough for the people at home. <laughs> the people weir? <laughs> at home? <laughs> the people that were not aware of a werewolf? <laughs> I'm so sorry to our audience, but it makes her giggle. It and you, you folks need to understand that's the only thing I care about on this podcast most of the time. <laughs> it's just if I can make her laugh. And you do frequently. Yep. Might explain why we don't have more listeners. Honestly, they're like, <laughs> all he does is just makes Brie laugh. Why do we even give a shit? He doesn't hey, care sometimes about us. I make you laugh. Never. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And again, like the tagline is literally just welcome to Snow Hollow. So I'm... I, what is this? Oh, is this going to be a werewolf version of Jaws set in a small town in the winter? And the sheriff's like, or not the sheriff, the mayor's like, you can't shut down. It's the Ice Queen Festival. I, it's not a werewolf. And then some old, like, gristly man is going to claw his fingers on the chalkboard like Quint in Jaws. And I just now realized you have never seen, never Jaws. seen Jaws. Holy shit. <laughs> I am setting an entire world for you, and you've never seen the thing I'm referencing. I'm just looking at him like, all right, well. Oh no, how she long was it's she was just him. letting me go on a bit that honestly was good. Okay, I normally I don't high five myself on my own jokes. I'm, I'm but... sure that the people that are listening that have seen Jaws appreciated the visuals you were able to prepare for them. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> So anyways, I actually agree with all of your assessments. I think it is going to be a small town in the winter, and I think there are going to be werewolves and a deputy that has to... But what about the Ice Queen Festival? Sure. They're going to... They're, they got to crown the Ice Queen. I think it's going to be a hot cocoa festival. A hot cocoa festival. Is that because you want it to be yes. a hot cocoa festival? <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Is that because you were like, is maybe this based on true stories? Is there a small town hot cocoa festival I can drive to? That is the only way I would go somewhere that is snowing. For a hot chocolate festival? Yeah. I love hot cocoa. You do like a hot chocolate from time to time. <laughs> from time to time. I would have it in the afternoon, in the morning, and in the evening if I could. Those are all true statements because you've asked me at all those times of days to make you a hot chocolate. You're so good at making I it. I really am. Uh, less so about predicting whether or not things are UPS drivers or sheriffs, but... <laughs> so what do I win if it is a sheriff slash deputy? Uh, you can spike the football on this episode. Sweet. Yeah, no, I... It'd I'd probably end up hitting me in the face. Yeah, you are not athletic. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think, is there anything else to talk about with this cover? I actually really like it. I, I really enjoy the cover. I also really like the font they chose for the title. Uh, Kevin, can you explain that font, please? It's it's that oldie English slash like German mm -hmm. calligraphy, like the block print type. I don't know what the, quite the name is for it. But, like, you've seen it. I also wonder, like, if it's going to be set in a small town where it's, like, Bavarian-themed. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
I, I just wonder if it's also like alluding to it being like a, a folk tale about the region. Oh. Um, I wonder if we'll get werewolves and then there will be sneaky vampires too. Sneaky vampires? Oh, do you just want it to be underworld, uh, but underworld. in a, a small town? <laughs> or what we do in the shadows, but like small town instead of New Jersey? I do like the series of what we do in the shadows. Yeah. I, d- I don't think this is going to be a comedy. I don't um, think so either. I just, I'm excited, except for, I don't know, maybe this is about werewolves that sneeze. So maybe the sheriff has to go around <laughs> and enforce social distancing and mask discipline on mask werewolves. <laughs> so. And the cure is going to be a vaccination that he has to put in a tranquilizer gun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Brie. Okay. Um, wow. It did not turn around, expect this to turn into COVID jokes, but here we are. <laughs> These podcasts are, can we go watch this movie? Why, why don't we? Let's go watch a movie. Okay. And we are back having just finished up the Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yep. We uh we had to have some technical difficulties and a minor marital dispute over <laughs> this movie uh title coming back from the credits uh, <laughs> so we watched it Bree what did we snack on before we watched it or during the watching of it uh should I break the fourth wall and say that I don't remember because it was several weeks ago <laughs> okay Bree first off. We're not a comic book. We don't have a fourth wall. We're not like uh, fictional characters doing this. Um, but yes, you can pull back the suspension of disbelief okay, for go. our audience. You monster who thinks we just sit down and record this and then immediately put it out for people. I mean, we I usually guess. do, but you know. No, it's fine. It's whatever. Just ruin it for the audience. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Seven people very disappointed in you right now. We have more listeners than seven people. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners. I'm sorry Kevin's discounting a majority of them you. Majority of them you? Is that a new pronoun we've given them? <laughs> Is it going to be like <laughs> yes, this the whole time? it's going to be like this the whole time. <laughs> Is that because you don't remember anything about I this movie? I do remember so much about the Wolf of Snow Hollow. Uh, <laughs> I remember uh, that we snacked on spaghetti. Ooh. That could be a lie. You just wouldn't have known. I Well, I mean, it's definitely possible because i love spaghetti you do you do love spaghettes it's one of my favorite things to eat it is right up there with just cheese i actually made some really good spaghetti not long ago oh, almost as long ago as when we watched the wolf of snow hollow <laughs> so wolf of snow hollow is i'm gonna say like what fargo did to true crime stories mm-hmm. wolf of snow hollow does that to horror movies. I didn't really care for Fargo. I know, because you have terrible opinions and things. You didn't actually care much for this either. Let's be real. (laughs) I was very confused by this because I couldn't tell if it was uh, take me seriously horror or if it was a black comedy or I just, I couldn't really feel out the true genre of it. Oh, so it was like Fargo. (laughs) A black comedy that has elements of another genre in it. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, a and uh, also features snow as a plot element. Which that 
really just threw me. Let's be totally honest. It's the Wolf of Snow Hollow. It would have been a bigger <laughs> plot twist if there wouldn't have been Snow Bree. I'm just saying that for me, snow is a four-letter word. Oh, my God. I can't kill a dog in a movie, and I can't have snow in it. What Do you just like movies featuring beaches? I'd love to go to a beach right now. We all would, Bree. We're, this isn't the podcast of things we'd like to do. It's <laughs> things we have to do, which is talk about Snow Hollow. <laughs> so uh, I think for me, learning that the writer-director of this movie is also the lead character, like the main actor, I, I think learning that right off the bat really threw me for a loop. Um, uh, like French loop, which was, means wolf? Was it loop guru? <laughs> uh shout out wolf cop yeah wolf cop i love that movie and it had snow in it because it was canadian (laughs) get the goddamn (laughs) sentence out (laughs) will you keep interrupting me i'm riffing i (laughs) which also means you are interrupting um i have to say that i wasn't i i already didn't have the best of highest hopes when the writer director and lead actor were the same person. I think you don't admire somebody with a unified vision that says, nah, you haters. I actually have to say, I thought I'm going to make this happen. He did a fairly decent job in acting. He did. It wasn't like a, you can't kill Stephen King. No. Or a, uh, it, well, I put it like, I liked after midnight. You, you and Brandon didn't care as much. No. For it, but <laughs> I liked it. Uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow, I I liked. I really did. Um, controversial opinion in I, this house. I mean, I I did like parts of it. Um, I it also has a fairly like decent cast. Uh, definitely people you'd recognize. Uh, Robert Forrester. This was actually his last movie. Yeah. Uh, so a quick rundown of the plot of Wolf of Snow Hollow is it's a series of murders that it appears to be a werewolf committing them. Mm-hmm. Um, the town is all believing it's a wolf attack or even something supernatural. And there's actually a sheriff who is the son of the current sheriff. So he's the kind of like the sheriff in waiting. Yeah. And it's his story about him trying to solve this murder. Murders. Yeah. While he is refusing to accept that it's supernatural and he also has anger issues. He's got anger issues and he's trying to prop up his sheriff dad who's dealing with dementia and like health problems. Yeah, has heart problems. And it's a really interesting. So this movie is actually it's a character study more so than it is like a horror genre film. Mm-hmm. I think I remember watching the trailer for this movie and I thought I was going to be getting cuz the actual main the actual lead of this movie is not featured in any of the trailer stuff <laughs> it mostly focuses on the older sheriff robert forrester is that yeah name? yeah F- for focuses on robert forrester like you think you're gonna get like an old man past his prime mm-hmm. trying to like s- solve one last crime type deal no it's like his son who is what i actually found really kind of relieving is he's like he's addicted to rage mm-hmm and he's an alcoholic, but his like every time he flies into these rages, it's not like a productive or even a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it truly shows him like losing it, and he loses it around his daughter. He loses it around his coworkers, and you actually see their reactions of how uncomfortable and 
out of control uh, the whole situation is. And I thought that that was a really interesting take because usually you see, first of all, the rage happen when nobody else is around. And so they only truly hurt themselves. But this actually, there were consequences to him going a little uh, nutso. Yeah, it well, and also he uh, he's not portrayed badass with no. it. Like it, it's not like it's one of those things where you're like, oh, Vin Diesel got mad and now he's going to be like punching through brick walls. It's like no, this guy got mad because a person made fun of him and like he's going to take a swing at him, but it's not going to work. Yeah, I like I felt like it undercut a lot of kind of some pretty shitty male stereotypes about mm-hmm. like if I'm mad I can do anything. It's like no, you can't. Like, don't be dumb. Um, and it actually highlighted his um, probably I would call her second in command um, and her ability to remain calm and uh, support the actual work that needed to be done. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Uh, Detective Julia, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so I, I think it was a, a decent cast that supports a director that's trying to do a different kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not one that I would probably be like, oh, yeah, this is going to be for everyone. It's not one of those movies that's like, oh, you got to rush out and see it. But if you like a movie that's pretty slow, mm-hmm. um, is totally okay with long, drawn-out, awkward scenes, yeah, then you'll, you'll enjoy this. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a thrill ride. It's not, it's not a horror movie. It's got funny parts, but it's not mm-hmm. really a comedy. It's not really a drama. I don't think really I had a, a jump scare in it. No, uh, I mean, they show the werewolf, and it's a pretty violent attack. You, you see the werewolf actually pretty quick in it. Yeah. I think the major twist, once major twist ruin ruin the movie for Let's some folks? Let's just say that the that the main character, John, John uh, he just stumbles upon. Yeah. It, he <laughs> stumbles upon the resolution to the murders at the last second yeah it, it definitely Whereas julie has done julia has done all the work and she's um taken note of things and like she actually investigated and in her brain she was working on solving the case whereas he kind of just was breaking down in a shit show the whole time um and then he just kind of stumbles on the answer yeah and it, i think it really highlights uh to me sometimes like the there the you get lucky Mm-hmm. Like the idea of a super cop that pieces it all together in this moment of like staring at the wall or somebody says like an offhand comment and he knows. Yeah. And it's like, no, that doesn't that doesn't happen. No. I, Sometimes it's luck and persistence. And I actually I really appreciated um, the the twist uh, in the fact that, you know, he did eventually connect all of the dots and he. And so did she right about the same time. And I appreciated the fact that they ended up supporting each other at the end. Yeah. And also, like, he resolves it by having to stay calm. Yes. And collected, not flying off the right. handle. Um, because, you know, the resolution comes because she's like, she, she basically tells him like, at one point, like, he throws a fit and she's like, you need to stop being a brat. Yeah, essentially. She's like, you need to man up and you need to become a sh- the sheriff you think you are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And like then that's when his life starts kind of turning around. And it's like, oh, that's that's a good good takeaway. Um, so what movie did you think you were going to get versus did this movie live at all up to that? Uh, well, no, I don't think so. Um, I, I know we've talked around it, but 
I really I want a movie where the ghost is a ghost. And the werewolf is a werewolf. <laughs> I don't, I'm so tired of metaphor monsters. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want man uh, versus monster. I want freaking give me the goddamn monster. Yeah. I, I, I want, I will, I want, I don't want man is the real monster. Is, there we go. Yeah. That's, like, that's I, what I, I, I don't want for. man versus monster. Fuck man. Just give me a movie where a dude punches a werewolf. Uh, <laughs> I don't need Scooby-Doo in this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. This movie does Scooby-Doo. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? And it still wasn't what I wanted. Um, I do have to say, though, given the time since we watched this, and as I think back on it now, I did enjoy it. And thinking back on it, I appreciate the nuance more than I did at the time, mainly because I did want a full-on werewolf movie. Yeah, I think it was, we saw the trailer, and I was like, hell yeah, I want... I was thinking I was going to get a werewolf version of the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Yeah. Which, honestly, even the man who killed Hitler uh, and then the Bigfoot does not follow the movie that I wanted. Yeah. I finally wanted a movie to give me that thing that I wanted, which is, like, somebody kicking ass against, like, a supernatural creature. Yeah. Instead of, like, a meditation on a character. And that's what we... Both of these movies get me. Uh, Bigfoot Hitler movie definitely was like I'm like oh man I'm I loved it yeah it moved me in a way uh this one I was like I, I really I enjoyed it but I uh not again I just want to see some like crazy monster special effects yep uh I want to see a badass fight scene like mm-hmm. I want a scene where a guy's just like suiting up with like silver knives yeah give me um, a freaking montage melting down some silver bullets yes yeah, I want a I want a Rocky style man. I want And it a, doesn't even have to be werewolves. Like it could be like a full on ghost hunt. It I, could be I want freaking kill some vampires. I want a commando version, a dumb action movie version of like a horror movie. Just he kicks ass and he takes names. Or she. Okay, Brie. We'll we'll girl power this one. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that's kind of underworld. <laughs> Is it though? Because the werewolves always just like kicked everybody's ass in Underworld. I never understood why everyone's like, "Oh, the vampires are so scary." No, <laughs> they have two whips, and then like the guy got it stuck on something and got his face <laughs> ate. It's like, wow, that was a really effective weapon to face bring into this room. Eight. No. His face was eaten. His face was eaten. Face was eight. He got his face ate. No. By an it's a it's a passive voice sentence. Sure. His face was ate by another animal anyways i'm right uh i'm i'm not gonna hold this up uh this podcast up anymore for your mistakes um (laughs) but i just i want something like that and i know it's like i'm like am am i asking am i asking for people to make van helsing apparently i want a sequel to van helsing that's not like (laughs) trying to be trying yeah that's just not the tone of van helsing i want like the Somehow hyper serious macho ness of like an eighties action movie. I want Tango and Cash versus Wolfman and Dracula. Can I get Tango and Cash versus Wolfman and Dracula? I don't know, Kurt Russell, you available? Yeah. Okay, now that I've said it out loud, I'm like, fuck, man, that actually sounds like a really good movie. Why has nobody written Tango and Cash versus Wolfman Why and Dracula? Why there was never a sequel to the amazingness that was Tango and Cash just blows my mind. Two Tango, two Cash? 
<laughs> How have Tango and Cash with their battle van not been a, in a Fast and the Furious movie? <laughs> so uh, we shouldn't get in too deep to Tango and Cash. No, it's tough. We're talking. <laughs> what the wolf of I, have to, I have to say, I'm going to do a little side plug. Uh, please go and listen to our other podcast that we have with Robert Schmobert uh, called Molotov Popcorn. Uh, you can find us on social media at Molotov Popcorn on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, if, we should have an episode up by the time this comes out. Well, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> In theory, if you're listening if to this not, at a later date. follow us on those Twitter and Instagram, and then you will know when the episode comes out. Yeah, so uh, we both agree this movie wasn't what we expected it to be. I did not expect it to be a character study. Right. I thought it was going to be like a quirky indie horror movie. I did, too. Um. And it kind of tries to have that, but it just it again the movie doesn't really care about that. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of a framing device for telling this story about, about a John. guy's rage. Yeah. Um. Again, and again, I just I am so taken away with. I loved the idea that his like anger is never presented as a beneficial thing. It's never an attribute for him. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't motivate him to be better. Um. The consequences and failings of his anger motivates him to be better yeah so that's i think a, a cool take on i think something that i've just been noticing is way too much of a common trope in mm -hmm. movies where they're like yeah man you're justified in that rage yeah we don't need to um flip it like a light switch and uh and say that that the anger is is what gets yeah. people through because uh, it honestly, it was the calm, clear-headed uh, detective work, and the compassion for the victims that that actually brought to fruition the end of the movie. I don't like how you said "brought to fruition." Okay. It. it I mean, just. I. Sorry. It's just that that phrase is like I brought it to fruition. It's like I helped her achieve. It's bliss. not. It's not sexy. Her, her luminousness. <laughs> The movie helped reach a climax. <laughs> I mean, there are fireworks it, at the it end. Got to a, it got to a sploosh point. No. <laughs> it's too cold for splooshing. Oh, that's how you get icicles. <laughs> Dicksicles. <laughs> Badsicles, Brie. Come on. Um, uh, we mark this episode explicit. We mark every episode explicit. That is true. I usually say fuck at least three times. <laughs> that it, you are almost there. So I'm trying to think, what what cover would you have put on this movie instead? I actually really like the cover of this movie. I do too. I, I would not hate a poster of it. Uh, I, I don't know if I would have done a true wolf um silhouette i think i would have made it more monstery because the actual werewolf that you see in the movie is very lycanthropic i mean it's not it's not one of the werewolves that you see transform into an actual wolf it's very monstery yeah i think i would have also i think if i were going to change it up i would have made it and this might be one of those things, like, I'm sure if the writer, director, lead actor in this was listening to this, he'd be like, no, I also designed the poster. Jim. Jim, Jim. Cummins. Jim Cummins. He'd be like, oh, it has all this symbolism that you missed. But I, in like, if he hears my example, he's like, no, that's too on the, the nose. nose. Like, you're, you're, you're being heavy handed. But I would have made up the werewolf of, or the wolf head out of 
like elements of that tie to the dude's rage, like the beer bottle that oh. gets thrown at his car. Because and not to be like, man is the real monster, and here's a metaphorical monster, but that kind of happens in this where it's like. Uh, his anger that is destroying his relationships in this town also parallels the crimes that are happening that he can't solve mm-hmm. revolving around the werewolf. Yeah. Um, and then it's only when he finds out like that this anger is not a real thing, i.e. the werewolf is not uh, some vague supernatural force that he can't stop, mm-hmm. he gets his resolution with it. So I think you could make the wolf head out of those that symbols cool. um but again like i said probably saying that and if he ever listens to this he's gonna be like you son of a bitch i do have to say kevin that nana nana boo boo i was totally right it was like a deputy sheriff uniform on the cover was it supposed to be him or was it supposed to be his dad either way i was right he was either a sheriff or a, a deputy i did he shoot the sheriff he did not shoot the sheriff and i didn't shoot the deputy how did I walked right into a Bob Marley joke. I don't <laughs> love that that this happened. I can't believe oh, you did. Are you the CIA and I'm Bob Marley? Because you just gave me cancer with that joke. I don't get it. <laughs> a popular theory, Bob Marley, who got toe cancer, is that he got it from a CIA needle in his soccer cleat. Really? That's so I don't. Excuse. I don't know. I remember an idiot in college telling me this. I feel like maybe you shouldn't promote that kind of stuff on this podcast, Kevin. Look, I'm trying to get us listeners. And I mean, I think if we've <laughs> learned Bob Marley, <laughs> if we've learned anything in 2021 and 2020, it's that conspiracy theories sell a lot of tickets. So also, uh, I didn't have any evidence, but the werewolf might have been a lizard person. <laughs> I don't think so, Kevin. You don't know, though, do you? Did you check? No, you I, didn't confirm the kill. I didn't. Um, I I actually, like I said, I think uh, thinking back on this movie, I did I did enjoy it, and I enjoyed thinking about it probably more than I enjoyed watching it. <laughs> <laughs> what other movie do you ever say that about? Well, the reason I say that is because. Like looking... I, I love Ratatouille. I like thinking about the food more than I like watching the movie. <laughs> I I think the reason why though is because I wasn't sure what I was getting when I watched the movie, but now that I can reflect on it, I understand where he was going with it, and I appreciate it post movie more than I did as I was watching it. To be fair though, it's not a movie I, I'm going to go back and watch again. Like that's the the one downside is like. If you are not in the right headspace for this movie, I can imagine just being like, it's like the man who killed uh, Bigfoot and then Hitler. It's, I'm going to keep referencing it because yeah. it is like that. Like if I watched that movie wanting explicitly an action movie, yeah, I hate that movie. That just caught me in the right mood to be like, I'm like, oh, I'm on board watching this and wanting kind of like an actiony horror movie mm-hmm. or at least like more of a true horror movie. I was a little bit like, oh. I didn't, but I, I was able to get on board with it. But I could imagine if you're not, you're wanting something like a, a B-level horror movie. Yeah. You watch this and you're going to be just angry. Like if you want, because the reaction. If you react- want Wolf Cop, don't watch this movie. Yeah. Well, you know, like I, I could see if you wanted it because like uh, I remember watching the trailer and it made me, it made me think of like these kind of movies that are harkening back to 80s style horror movies. The trailer did. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I thought, you know, I was like, oh, is this going to be like a werewolf version of like Terrifier or something where it, it's clearly a love letter to a genre that has kind of passed. And it's like, no, this is trying to be its own character study. It's trying to be its own movie. Yeah. Um, independent of a genre label. Would you recommend this movie? I mean, I think we talked about that all around is, yeah, I would, I would definitely say check it out. Just uh, if you want to have a little bit of introspection, I would check it out. I yeah. wouldn't watch it uh, like we have some of these movies that we're just like, hell yeah, purely sit down, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and you killed 90 minutes of your life. Power to you. <laughs> this, I, I would I would definitely say like, you know, you actually have to kind of, you have to take some process time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is funny that you kind of liked it because you're not usually a process time person with movies. No, usually I'm very much like bring me joy and excitement while i'm watching you and this i think was because we did allow a little bit of time between watching and recording <laughs> you should see the look on his face right now it's because i didn't expect this show to have a musical number in the middle of it why i'm gonna take that clip out and i'm just gonna use that as our new intro <laughs> If you want me to sing an intro, do I need to I do I need to come up with one for the opposite side? This, this movie makes you think. It makes you feel stuff and have emotions and what? be angry at your stepdad. Marriage's journey through movie night. There we go. I sang for you. <laughs> it's face palming right now. <laughs> I. I don't like sometimes where the journey takes us, but I'm glad to be on the journey with you. Oh, uh, Kevin, what was your favorite part of this movie? Like favorite scene, uh, favorite, you know, something that lingered with you after after watching it. I think when you get the twist about the werewolf you have a couple moments where you flash back to like the horrible violence that's committed. Mm-hmm. Um, especially cause this movie does a really good job of having a red herring through it. Mm-hmm. And you think it's going to be this, uh, this character. And then they're like, Nope, surprise. <laughs> and like you build up for a character with no lines of dialogue, you build up a lot of hate for this dude. Oh yeah. That they're just like, Nope. turns out he's just there. Yeah. Um, and I think that like having that little twist and then you look back at it and you're like, Ooh, this feels really, I felt really uncomfortable yeah. um, with it. And I thought that was good. Yep. I agree. Uh, that was not my favorite part. Do you want, do you want to ask? Sure, Brie. Would you like to tell me about your favorite part? <laughs> I appreciate you sharing yours. Uh-huh. My favorite part was when John went to AA and one of the guys in the AA circle was judging him. And I can't remember the guy's name, but he looked at him. He's like, fuck you, John, or whatever his name was. <laughs> and just full on called him out in the middle of an AA meeting for being a judgy Juderson. <laughs> it was so, um, it was just so, it was that black comedy part where it just felt so uncomfortable, but it was so funny because he's just like, I give no fucks. I am calling you out for being an a-hole, <laughs> even though he's kind of an a-hole too. Yeah, th- that was one of the things that was also a little tricky is I, expecting there to be some comedy or that you'd have it and you'd have a moment where you'd be like, 
was that supposed to be a funny line? Like, yeah. The lack of delivery or the lack of, I mean, they they just deadpan lines, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh Jesus! Like, is that supposed to be funny? Am I a dick for laughing at this? Yeah. Did you have um, a favorite actor in it that you enjoyed their performance? Um, you know, I really liked, I really liked uh, Robert Forrest. Forrester. Forrester. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like him enough to remember that his name has an ER at the end, but I liked him. Uh, Robert Forrester, he, because he does Forrester. His, I just said Forrester. Not Forrester. Forrester. Forrester? Yes. F-O-R-S-T-E-R. Well, God damn it, Robert. If you're <laughs> listening from heaven, uh, change it. Um, anyways, Robert, 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 Rabbit Forster. Um, oh I'll fix this in post. It's fine. Uh, he does such a post. great, I'm not, he does such a great job of like nailing this sheriff that just doesn't know to retire. And it's not like he's doing a Danny Glover. I'm too old for this shit. And mm-hmm. I'm too tough for this job. It's just like, no, he doesn't know what to do with himself if he retires. Like, and he's not capable. And he's not in a good space to do the, the job still. Yeah. And he... Um, but he doesn't know how to let go. Yeah, he doesn't know how to let go. And he doesn't think his son's ready. And that's part of the reason why he stays in the job. And yeah. like that comes across really well with that character. I think I can predict who your favorite character is going to be. <laughs> Tell me. Lady Deputy? Yes, I loved her. Um, Ricky Lindholm is who played her. And uh, she took no shit and was good at her job. And she got stuff done. And I liked her. Yeah. Surprising twist for a character that I didn't think I was going to like is the character. uh, He was an American Vandal. Oh, yeah. For drawing the dicks. And, like, when you first see him, he he has such... PJ is his character name. Yeah. He plays such a douchebag in everything. Yeah. And in this, he actually gets mad because guys are uh, using the F slur. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, well, you know, he has, like, a very justified reason. Like, I I can't help it. Like, what about my brother? And then it was interesting because when they retold the story the guys left that out they're like oh we didn't we were just oh, having yeah, a conversation because... it was interesting because it sets up this like unreliableness to the story mm-hmm. going through which i thought was neat but he actually plays this really good character and he has a couple of moments of genuinely like good acting where he's Agreed. he's outraged at what's happening and he's mad at them but he's mad at himself and he's because his fiance she's the first victim killed and she's ripped apart and they even talk about her vagina get, gets Mutilated ripped off. And, yeah. Oh, God. It's, yeah. I mean, Gross. There's a graphic crime. but Which you don't see it. So just a heads up. Like, they'll talk there's about. There's some blood and guts. There's some blood and guts, but you don't see the actual visceral removal of things. No. Thank God they don't have just a. Thank God this movie avoided a prosthetic vagina. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, we buy its cover first. <laughs> buy its cover first. There's a chance to have a fake dong or a fake vag. And the movie was like, hmm, Not let's have today. some restraint. Not today, folks. So honestly, I can't tell. Does that mark it up or down in our books? Uh, neutral. <laughs> Marks it up in our preference as people. Marks it down in our podcast I, history. I think if the werewolf would have been real, it would have marked it down but since it was a human you went the whole time not spoiling this and then you did damn it 
Sorry, guys. No, I hilarious. Wouldn't it have been hilarious though, if they would have showed that werewolf hanging dong? <laughs> no, not with I the- would have loved that so much if then the twist is the werewolf's not real and you're like, dude, they put a dick on a fake werewolf. <laughs> <What's> the- <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> So, Kevin, do you have anything else to add to our conversation about no, the that we went, Snow Hollow? No, that we went almost 40 minutes without you mentioning the twist. And then you did I it mean, in the last minute, and I love it. It was pretty obvious what the twist is going to be. It's either a werewolf or it's not. Is that really a concern you have in most movies? Like, when you watch Alien, are you like, is this either an alien or it's not? <laughs> I mean, no, because everybody on the planet knows the plot to Alien. Really? That's they should have seen it. Uh, all right. Do you have anything you want to add? Jesus, no. you judge Judy. <laughs> we oh, have are a you lot a, of judging? Are, up are in you here? a drunk, judgmental person in an AA meeting? Maybe that's why we have a gavel in our logo because we judge Judy and up in here. Yeah, because it's judging by its cover. I know, uh, Kevin. Uh, I I'm subtle with my symbolism. <laughs> I'm the one that asked you to put a gavel in the logo. I'm going to gavel you. <laughs> Light threats to end our podcast. <laughs> he doesn't mean them. Kevin. What? Where can we find you on you social can media? find me at Kevin underscore egg on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us as a duo on By It's Cover Pod at Twitter and Instagram. Yep. At Twitter and Instagram. No. On Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram. At. <laughs> at by its cover pod. You'd think I'd done almost 50 of these at this You'd point. You'd think, but however. <laughs> I like to keep you guys guessing. Uh, that way you listen all the way to the end. <laughs> and speaking of, thanks for listening. Thanks. <laughs>